Yo, yo, what's up? Episode 34 of an Orange and Blue Thing. I'm Brian Ernie. That is Darren Meenan. What up? For the very first time from our new warehouse here in Hop Hog. I should say your new warehouse, not mine. Well, it's yours too. I have no part in this. You own that part of the room. I, t- I will take this. <laughs> I will take this little square footage section. I and have I promise right I'll get you a better chair, a better chair and better table. I, I stole that chair I from I feel Lizzie. okay. I just feel like I'm very right here on display-ish. I got my, I got... It's a short situation going on. Yeah, here. and you know what? And I'll, I'll switch over to it right now. Yeah. You have your own angle. I do. Look at this. I mean, that's a, that's a money shot. But right to be there. completely honest with the uh, people watching at home, we raised a little bit, so it wasn't a complete dick shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my <laughs> dick is pretty much right there. So, you know. It's like, yeah, you could have warned me that uh, you could see my lower half. Well, that's the, the whole time. thing because, you know, I just recently abandoned the cargo shorts, you know, for this summer because I'm, I'm not a, you know, college kid anymore. I like cargos. But these are riding a little higher higher on me than than I would like to be on camera right now. You've never been there before, but we talk about it sometimes with friends that if you go to the boardy barn, even yeah. if they're not in style, you wear cargo shorts, especially if you drink right. cans, because you just fill your fill your pockets up with sense. spare beers. You know what yeah, I mean? Makes sense. Um, All right, so we should say though, we're doing calls tonight for real. We are doing calls. Yeah. So six three one three eight eight five one nine five. That's right, right. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking at the screen here, it's on the bottom. If you're listening afterwards, it's just a little extra incentive to watch us live next week. We had off last week for the Subway Series, yeah, but yeah. we're back in the new digs. And the first time above ground, we were just talking about it with, it with my wife, Kelly, who's our, our, our first ever full uh, audience member for the full show. We've, we've had her father yeah. you know, stop in a couple times, but she's behind the camera here. As is. Waving to the nobody. The incomparable Lizzie, <laughs> who is behind, uh, behind the glass. Yeah, and Lizzie she's will gonna... be screening your calls tonight, yeah, so exactly. if you do call us... Don't call from an unknown number because we're not going to answer it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, give us a shout. 631-388-5195. The first time we tried to do live calls, it was a complete disaster. But it, it was still great. pretty funny. It was, I, I thought it was Especially great. Especially because your grandfather got there. He was like, what are you idiots doing? That, see, that's the emergence <laughs> of Poppy. That's a star-making moment right there. Yeah, we will, we will uh, have Poppy check in a little bit later as well. But uh, So what is with this team? They're just garbage right now. <laughs> Dude, the other day I actually was uh, picking up some food. Uh, I guess Monday or Tuesday night, and I'm driving there, and it was like 7:45. I'm like, holy shit, there's a game! Like, I almost kind of like forgot there was a game on. Put it on the radio, listen to Howie, and uh, I put a poll up on Twitter. I think I got it here queued up. Let me just double check. Put a poll up asking other fans, "Are you watching the game?" Because sometimes you know people check out. Yeah. You know, the season's over for a lot of people. And last night, someone wrote on on Twitter to you know, I think I wrote like put in the books, like it it has happened. If you remember the the famous line after the yes. no hitter, but um, I wrote, "Are you still watching the game?" So, I know what I responded to this. I, you probably said no. No, I was not watching the game <laughs> at that point. But the poll came in at a little over 2,000 votes. 59% said no. 41% said yes. And um, I feel like, you know, get, get back to my other point about last night's game. Fans said huge win. I said this earlier today on Instagram. I don't really feel like there's any huge wins anymore because it's kind of like – not that the season is over. I think now it's just individual victories. You want to see guys like Rosario and Smith. And, you know, unfortunately, Conforto got hurt today. But we're, we're hoping to see a glimpse of the future rather than the present. I mean, right now you win a game, cool. It's an extra game in the win column. But yeah. um, we're certainly not going to win out the rest of the year and go to the playoffs. You know what I mean? So no. I don't think that, do you think there are huge wins still? Not huge wins, but I think there are valuable wins. Dude, we didn't even cheers. Oh, look at that. See, that's because oh the proximity is off. No, see? we're good. We're good. We're a little All bit farther right. apart from each other now, but there cheers. But yeah, I mean, I think there's still. Uh, you didn't even sip. I was gonna. I'm in the <laughs> middle of a friggin' thought. Cheers and not sip. Come on, bro. I didn't want the dead air. I didn't want the dead air. That's all right. All right. So anyway, I think there is an inherent value in a win at this time because, as we saw yesterday, that came out that Cespedes and Cabrera and who else? Jose Reyes is a. Yeah, I got that here. Actually, look at this. Look at this. We didn't. I don't, you know, another day. 
we didn't really do any show prep again. And we like, didn't. We did like a couple minutes of show prep. Yeah. Basically, like, hey, are you going to go get beer? or Am I going to get beer? That yes, was our show yeah, prep. Basically, um, while while I slept, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's texting me. He and I'm, I'm the sleeping car. while. But uh, yeah, so uh, unfortunately, you know, serenity now, serenity now. Uh, I will get to that, that point you just brought up in a second. Yes. But the injury report came out this morning. Obviously, they got to update it because of what happened with uh, Conforto today but the press release came out the Mets posted this on Twitter and it was obviously very extensive Familia uh, he's going to be in the clubhouse today and then he'll be activated Friday tomorrow in Washington Harvey uh, rehabbing down in St. Lucie uh, Syndergaard will leave for Port St. Lucie today continue his throwing program which includes uh, live batting practice Seth Lugo expected to throw a bullpen on Friday David Wright, who we'll talk about a little bit later, will yes. participate in baseball activities in Port St. Lucie. I'm not sure if he's thrown a ball yet, but he did bat the other night. Uh, Wheeler will not pitch, shut down for the rest of the season, yeah. which was brand new news today. Jose Reyes eligible to come off the disabled list on Saturday. TJ Rivera currently rehabbing his right arm in Port St. Lucie. Steven Matz underwent season, uh, obviously season-ending surgery, but successful surgery yesterday to decompress and reposition the, uh, the nerve in his, elbow, in his elbow. Tyler Pill underwent anthroscopic elbow debridement surgery, I guess getting uh, some debris out. But anyway, the reason why I even pu- pulled this up, I mean, obviously that's bad enough, but there was something yesterday uh, David Lennon reported on Twitter. He said Reyes, Cespedes, Cabrera, and Cabrera held hitters-only meeting today, which was yesterday, with goal of snapping the Mets out of the funk. Got to play better regardless of situation. And then he followed the next tweet. Meeting held to remind young players there's an opportunity now they shouldn't waste. Also, respect the fans paying money to see you, which is also obviously a great point to bring up. Sure. But, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, nice to see. Not nice to see, but nice to hear stuff like that happen because, you know, sometimes you think end of the season, they're just playing it out. But I, it's, I guess it's clearly not the case for these guys. Well, you know, look, if you have a young team and guys who are trying to make an impression on somebody like Brandon Nimmo or even to a, a – a more veteran extent, Juan Ligaris, uh Dom Smith and Rosario are the, the obvious is right, but the obvious choices. But uh, like if you're if you have young players who are trying to make their mark and they're trying to uh, establish a culture in the clubhouse and reestablish that culture of winning, then a win is a good thing. Um, look, th- I would rather see them be in a better draft position because who knows? You know, you never know what guy is coming around the pike next, but. Uh, you know, I want the team to start breeding a good attitude for next year because I don't think this is the end of the contention window. I think it's wide open. We've talked about that before. So, uh, sure, win. Win as much as you can. Yeah, lost again today. But, yeah, last night they, they won. It was like they feel like they get, like, one win a week now. That's, like, their thing. You know, but the, the thing about that is is that, uh, I mean – they're not getting hits with runners in scoring position with their regulars in there before they traded these guys. And now, you know, the same thing. They left a, you know, small village on base today. So, and these are, you look at that lineup they trotted out today. It's right. basically spring training lineup. Right. I mean, that's what it looks like. And then, especially after Conforto got hurt. So, look, uh, I'm just, I want them to do the best they can. I want them to kind of instill upon themselves that they have a, you know, a, a chance here in 2018 to contend. I, I don't think, like I said, I don't think the window's closed. You're going to presumably have the pitching healthy. So just do the best you can and try to kind of get the ground fertile enough to, to win next year. But do you think it's too late in the season now to start 
Syndergaard back up and a throwing program down in Florida to actually have him. Is he going to start again this year? Do you think he's actually going to play at City Field this year before the end of the year? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like, for me, shut him down. I mean, like, what's the point at this, at, at this juncture? You know what I mean? Yes, but... I will say that they're probably for a rehabbing athlete. There's a mental upside to coming back and at least making a start or two to so they can go into spring training and say, look, I'm confident that my body's going to hold up. I know I can do it at that level. If Syndergaard comes and he throws even, let's say, four innings and five innings in his return starts, he makes two starts and he gives up a run or two. It's like, okay, I have can use that to carry over into the offseason. My body felt good. I'm confident. You know, pitchers, until they get off the mound and throw to a live batter in a game, you can't simulate that. Right. So I think that you definitely have some value in a guy going out there and saying, I know I can do it now. I know I'm confident my body is healthy so that next year I can get my body to the point, especially where he's going to be changing his training regimen. You know, I can get my body to the point. Yeah, I mean, seriously that I'm confident enough to that I can get through the season unscathed next year. So, I don't know. All right, guys. So, if you're watching this live, we appreciate your loyalty to the show. We see a lot of familiar faces in the comments section. The comments actually turns into, like, an AOL-style chat room. We've been saying that since the start. It's funny when people, you know, we read the comments as the show's going on. It's, uh, it's funny seeing people, like, pop in and be like, hey, what's up? How's it going? You know, Rocky, Drew, whatever. People, you know, have a good sure. time in the comments. But uh, we want to reward that loyalty by uh, giving away some free stuff. Hey, Lizzie, did we give out everything that's, that we promised to give out so far? All right, just double checking. Uh, so share the show on your wall right now. Say you're watching Orange and Blue thing. At the end of the show, we will pick someone out to win some free stuff. Uh, we'll just ask you for your size and your address and all that stuff, and we'll, and we'll mail it out. But if you'd like to be a part of the show right now, if you're watching live, call us. Lizzie is screening phone calls. We will put you on the air with our with our awesome high tech system we got going on. We tested it sure. earlier and it actually worked out pretty good. So give us a shout six three one three eight eight five one nine five toll free line. You'll be the first ever person to call Orange and Blue Thing live on the air. So uh, let's hear your pretty voices. And uh, we don't even care what you want to talk about. It doesn't even have to be Mets related. It doesn't. You, you went to John Mayer last night? I did. Tell me about that. It was fantastic. It was I good? Mean, I know you're going to make fun of you me. How many times have you seen That's okay. How many times have I seen him? I think I counted it the other night. I think since 2003 is the first time I saw him. I think nine. That's a lot. Yeah, but you know we what? We have a friend that saw Dave Matthews, what, like 30 times? Dave Matthews. It was like a loyal. Fans are kind of like that. Yeah, I saw Dave it Matthews. Was, you at, know, it was sold out last night. Where was it? At Jones Beach. How many people does that hold? I think it holds like six or seven thousand people. Which I was kind of in. I mean, but I feel like that should sell out. I mean, if we're, if we're selling like a thousand tickets to a baseball game, John Mayer is very very popular I, guy. You know. Yeah, I mean, it was. I was surprised. I'm not surprised because I feel like. Is it rain or shine? Yeah. It's a nice night, but it was gorgeous. So if it rains, it's still yeah, game on. I think it's still game on. Wow. So I mean, I, it was it was fantastic, and as you know, my my thoughts on him are, are well documented. So, but somebody it, in the cr- in the comments here wants to know how many times you cried. Uh, I did not cry. Uh, actually, <laughs> I can't say that. You <laughs> teared got, up. At the I got a little teary eyed at one point, oh, just wow. because I feel I feel as though when you have a connection to an artist, you feel like it. Can, it can be anybody. I mean, I don't know. This just happens to be the guy that resonates with me. You feel as though, you, feel as though, uh, you have kind of like a connection to him, and, and you sang a song that's not very popular. It's kind of uh-huh. off of— I saw you an, share something about that. Like, yeah, to, I tweeted to him. Oh, that was it, the song? Yeah, oh, Walk, Walk Race Submarine Test, 1976. So, well, that's good. At least, it, you know, was, you got a night good. to go do something with your wife. With my wife, and it's her favorite artist, too. So cool. it was it was a nice thing for us to do, and, and we got her to— I feel the, like you're getting defensive. 
I'm wasn't not. trying to. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It's just that I know a lot of people. We were actually talking about this. I was with my buddy uh, Devin Milligan and and Chris Lynch, the, those two guys and their respective fiancés, and we were hanging out tailgating. That's He's cool. like he has such a stigma of being like from your body's a wonderland, right? Right, right, right. And then like you wouldn't even know. I, my own father-in-law turned to me one day. He's like, you know that guy you like. I'm like, yeah, and it's like, you can actually really play the guitar. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to tell you. That. No, he's but absolutely anyway, talented. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's people think, oh, it's more of like a chick thing, but whatever. It's it's not a chick thing. No we do have a call. Uh, what does this guy want to talk about, Lizzie? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what do you want to talk about, okay? Does he even know what he wants to talk about? Oh, so that he wants to be ah, the first. Oh, yes. All right, we'll get to him. Oh, in, we'll we get know, to him in a second. We, we gotta keep is. him on hold for a second. That's it. Um, yeah, we are gonna move along though to some. I guess it's it's fortunate news for him, unfortunate for his fans in New York. But Grandy Man, yeah. had to say goodbye to New York, and he is on the Dodgers now. He is. But did you know? You see what I noticed the day I was cleaning out my car yeah. the day after our outing on Thursday night. He was on the ticket stub Thursday. He didn't play Friday, so he was technically still on the team, even though he didn't play. His last game ever played for the Mets was game, uh, what does it say in the top corner? Game 61, I think. Home game uh, 61. Home game 61 against the Yankees, and he had a grand slam, and he was on the ticket stub. So yeah. it's, it's pretty, that's pretty cool. It is pretty um, cool. We were there for that, but it, obviously we lost the game, so it didn't really matter you know, in the grand scheme of things. But a pretty cool way to leave your team against your old team, and now he's playing for the Dodgers. But, um... What was the fact? He was the first player in the history of baseball to hit a grand slam for two teams in the same week. I believe so. That's pretty sick. That's very sick. And uh, I also saw he picked um, number six. Yeah, six. And I think that's a hat tip to Jackie because 42, 4 plus 2 is 6. I think that's how he came up with that. That would make sense, and it's double. So and- unless you guys are living under a rock, you probably already saw this, but um, Granderson did have a goodbye message to the Mets fans, which was Friday night at like 1.30 in the morning, and I know there was a day game the next day in Detroit. So he, you could see in his face that it was heartfelt, but he was trying to be positive, trying to smile, but mm-hmm. sad, obviously. Sure, of course. So shout out to the Grandy Man. Hey, everyone. Curtis Granderson, New York Mets. Uh, interesting day today. No longer going to be a New York Mets for the remainder of the season. Just been traded to the L.A. Dodgers. But leaving out a bunch of great memories, getting a chance to go to a World Series, going to the playoffs back-to-back. The blue and orange, absolutely amazing. Seven line. Can't thank you guys enough for coming out, both here in the city and on the road. All the fans, you guys have been absolutely amazing of just allowing me to come in and continue to keep doing what I was doing on the other side of New York. So thank you guys for everything. Look forward to seeing you guys and crossing paths here soon. So you pulling for L.A. now? I yeah, I'd love to see them win the whole thing. I mean, it's tough because there's a lot of you know he was on the team the longest out of the guys that got traded away, but uh, we think we're going to see quite a few of them in the playoffs this year. But it's yeah. tough because you, you want to see Grandy win that ring, but I I don't I'm, I of course, hate you would Dodgers. rather see him, see him win the ring <laughs> and he's teammates with Otley now, you know? But. Yeah, and, but and Justin Turner who deserved better obviously than he obviously got. Right. Nobody could have predicted that though, dude. No, we've talked no. about that many we've times. We've talked on the show. about that ad nauseum, man. All right, so we are going to get to our first ever live caller. Let's see what he has to talk about. All right, so we got Bauer from Holtzville. What's up, Bauer? How's it going, guys? We're doing all right. What's going on? Not much. Well, I kind of figured I was trying to be the first last time you did it. Let me try to be the first this time as well. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, shout that, out to you. We, we tried to do this a while ago and, and uh, unfortunately had a ton of problems with the phones, but you got through this time. So uh, thanks for having some persistence and, uh, and sticking, sticking with us. Oh, absolutely. So I actually have a big one for Brian here because I know you're a big hockey fan. Mm-hmm. 
And I obviously went from when I was a hockey fan, I remember all the fights and everything. How do you feel about the brawls in baseball, especially given the huge one that there was earlier today? Yeah, I mean, it, it was intense. We just saw, it was more than one. I saw it just before we went on the air. It happened more than once. Yeah. So, I mean, look, if – I mean, whatever. It's, it, it boils down to if you have teammates, you want to – they want – you want – to feel like they have your back and vice versa. And obviously something was going on. I have no idea what Romine and Cabrera, what the problem there was. But everybody's excited. Everybody loves when it happens. You know, how long did we see the Harper getting punched in the face thing <laughs> yeah. going on? Every, everybody loves when it happens. So, look, I, hockey tried to take out fighting, and everybody hated it. Um, I think it's the same thing with baseball. I like when it happens. Uh, it's, it's a rare instance. Let the guys do their thing. You know, how many? Everybody loves the '86 Mets because all they did was right, right, right. fight guys. So it, it's. I personally think it's good for the sport. I think it's good for the sport too. I think it gets a lot of eyeballs on it. You, you know, even though it's technically wrong, you know, people that film the TV and post it and you know spread it. Uh, obviously, the more out there about baseball, the more engagement there will be, and obviously that's a good thing for the sport. So yeah. you don't want to see anyone, you know, have a career-ending injury, God forbid. That, sure. You, know, you, you can get knocked in the, in the eye and lose your eye. You well, know? yeah, I mean, so, if, if I'm the Tigers, I don't like that Miguel Cabrera is fighting. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. one of the best players like of all time. you asked Piazza. You actually said to Piazza when you yeah. had him on the show, uh, if you haven't watched that yet, you should scroll back and watch the Piazza episode. But you did ask Mike, uh, was he surprised that, like, Pratt or someone didn't run out yeah. there and, like, have his back? Because you knew that uh, you didn't – Piazza didn't want to get thrown out of the World Series. Sure. But, you know, maybe a guy that's, you know, sitting on the bench might take a shot for him, you know? Well, I'm surprised. I mean, I've had instances where I've been ready to fight. for. I don't really fight. I'm not a fighting guy. I think if you're a true tough guy, you don't have to fight. Right. So, like, I'm not a fighting guy, but I've had instances where I've had teammates get into things, and I'm ready, I'm ready to go. Like, it's not totally not in my nature, but when you're out there and in that mindset that you have to stick up for your guys – then, uh, then it becomes a whole different thing, and uh, you know, good, good for, uh, good for the guys today because it made for an entertaining afternoon of baseball. It did. All right, Bauer. Thanks a lot, man. We'll see you soon. All right, Absolutely. Bauer. Later. All right, so that that went pretty well. Went I'm not well. sure if anyone actually heard it, but uh... <laughs> no, it's true. It, it sounded sound good for us. Good. If you guys want to check in, six three one three eight eight five one nine five is the number. Uh, phone lines are open now. The lovely Lizzie is uh, screening our calls. So <laughs> if you want to talk to Lizzie, you can do that too, but uh, she'll get you on with us. So we did talk about the uh, Subway Series. Obviously, it was a kick to the dick. The four, four <laughs> Losing yeah. four, four days paint, in a row. You paint quite a picture, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but the best part about that was that we didn't go to the Bronx this year because yeah. imagine going four days in a row to watch that freaking train wreck. But uh, the clip of the week actually is this. We'll talk about it in a second, but we'll explain it. All right, so obviously that guy was all fired up. How he got into the section 
uh, Daza, who's on the screen right now, she yes. bought a couple tickets from Big Mike. I guess this guy is not really a big baseball fan, okay. but she invited him to the game, and then he shows up wearing a Yankees jersey. What's she supposed to do? Like, tell him to take his shirt. You, you can't get into the ballpark with no shirt on. So he got into the section, and then Shoemaker happened to catch the uh, T-shirt from the T-shirt giveaway. Mm-hmm. So obviously the first thing you think of is to throw it to this guy. But people thought it was staged. Obviously it wasn't staged, and he's over there cheering on the Mets. But someone, if you hear in the background, someone's like, man, he, he flipped really quick. Like, he's one of us now. But um, he was whatever. He sport about it. Yeah, I guess. But I, I posted it on our Twitter account. He's Hose Ain't Loyal, which is obviously a uh, – Oh, nice. Uh, which is a um, um, a song quote, and people thought that I was being a little harsh on the Yankees, but whatever. They they said bend the knee, so what, they they were having fun oh, so with social they, media. They responded to uh, quote Game of Thrones. Is that no? Is they it? didn't respond to me, but I'm saying like you know, it's I, I'd be the first I'd be the first person to admit that if we just swept the Yankees, even if they were kicked and down in the dumps like we are right now, I'd mm-hmm. be doing the same freaking thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm I'm sure a bend, lot of people bend the knee is a Game of Thrones. thing? Yeah, I think so. Bend it? the, it's like yeah. bend to the king. I don't know. I don't watch that show. But uh, we have another call. Is that your dad? Yes, it is. <laughs> we'll get to him in a couple minutes. Right. Uh, hang tight, Mr. Ernie. Um, so speaking of the Subway Series. This freaking guy, this was not the Subway Series, but this was a couple days before. Yeah. Very confident Yankee fan filming himself in selfie mode, uh, making sure his hat is nice and straight. And then Chapman gives up a home run, yeah. and obviously you check his face out here in a second. So, Be focusing. <laughs> I love this. This is so good. I love that he keeps recording himself. He loves it. So obviously I had fun with that, and every time the Mets hit a home run in the Subway Series, I posted this with our little home run apple uh, popping up out of that. Oh, my goodness. People are like, you're going to really beat this GIF to death, right? Is it a GIF? GIF? What is it? What's GIF. The, what, is it a GIF? GIF. Anybody right. who says GIF is, like, on my list automatically. Oh, it's on your, on your shit yeah, list? On my shit list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on my uh, grammar list. All right, so let's check in with Mr. Ernie before we move on to David Ryder. All right, go ahead, Dad. <laughs> How confident are you? I'm, I'm not you, Dad. How confident are you, Dad? <laughs> I have no idea, dude. I feel like when it comes to this, it's such a crapshoot, and I, I really have no idea. Yeah, well, I mean, it is a crapshoot. Uh, I know that not as much as it used to, but, I mean, yeah. But from a signability standpoint, I mean, they drafted— I just hung up on your dad, by the way. No, that's okay. <laughs> Get him off, okay? Uh, from a signability standpoint, they drafted, I believe, Nimmo a, a pick before Jose Fernandez. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's you. You look in these situations, and it it is a crapshoot. I mean, uh, the Mets in 1994 took Paul Wilson number one overall in the same first round that Nomar Garcia Para, Jason Veritek, and some uh, Paul Canerico went. So you know, like who the heck knows? There were five or six guys drafted before Derek Jeter. So you honestly don't know. You can list these things off. Um, do I have confidence in them? I think I have 
less confidence since Paul D. Podesta left. I, I felt pretty confident in, in D. Podesta uh, on, at the reins. But, you know, a lot of times, guys that you get, it's it's the same thing as, like, if you're drafting a fantasy team. It's about value. Look at where they drafted DeGrom. Look at where they drafted Duda. These guys are later-round picks. It's not always what you do in the first round. A lot of it is it's, it's really volume. It's what Paul D. Podesta is doing with the Cleveland Browns, which right, is right, right. volume and try to – Hit more than and you. A miss. lot of people don't know that the the whole Moneyball thing um, wasn't that wasn't that really supposed to be him. Yes, and he didn't Joan, want to be a part of it. And I, if you read up on Jonah, it, Jonah Hill's, Jonah Hill's character is based on Paul D. Podesta. The, the reason why was Paul, it Peter Brand? Or what? Yeah, yeah, Peter they Brand. The, name. the reason why is because based on the actor and based on how they wrote the character as like a numbers nerd. Paul D. Podesta is an athlete, and, and you know he's. An athletic guy, he played ball. It what he wasn't comfortable with the portrayal, so he said, "You know, just, just don't use my name." But if you've read Moneyball, I mean, that's the character in in the story. So, um, yeah, you know, this is this front office is basically the forerunner of Moneyball, um, and it's just a matter of doing what you can, getting you know, using the international draft pool to try to get guys like that. It's a very multifaceted way to build an organization. And that happens through trades, and and you know they have a philosophy. Whether it works out, I mean, there's a pennant, right? This this front office has a pennant to show for it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's at least a track record, and we'll see where they go from here. All right, Captain Wright, the captain was in the lineup yeah. a couple nights ago. Last night actually got rained out. He was going to play two days in a row. He's not playing in the field, but he is DHing for the uh, St. Lucie Mets. I thought it was actually in St. Lucie, but it's not. I think they were north a little bit, yeah. but um. What do you think? Do you think that this is? Do you think that this has anything to do with the insurance for him to make a make a run and get back on the field? Be insurance reasons why? Is it? Well, he's is, still getting paid. But do you think this is like his, his last ditch effort to get back out there? And if this doesn't work, then that's it. Uh, yes. So this is it. I think that he's been very good to the Mets, and the Mets have been very good to him. Um, I think he knows that what we talked about a few episodes ago, which was that. Without an answer on David Wright, the Mets organization is kind of in a pickle when it comes to you know their position player uh, moves and what they're going to do. And to this next, this coming off season and next off season, you know there are guys out there you could pursue if you had a firm answer on David Wright. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about his the look. He looks very thin, very. Um, and he I hasn't th- played in forever, and he's probably weight training and strength training a lot less. Um, I'm sure there has been a lot more cardio in his diet and, and also trying to, uh, you know, just stay flexible and, and keep keep his back loose, keep his shoulder loose. Um, I think that he needs to see if this is something that's sustainable with this injury. Can he get ready every single day? You know, playing Major League Baseball is a grind and a half. You know, you have to get your body ready to play 100 and something games every single year. And if he can't do that, Maybe it's something that it's time to pack it in. I don't know. It's hard because we've been talking about this since the off season. Yeah, you know, since our first ever episode, probably we've been talking about David Wright. We're both big fans. We obviously want to see him out there. Um, but you know, it's it's the kind of thing too where you know a lot of Mets fans just like to always be negative, and it, it's the kind of thing where the news came out that David Wright was uh, going to be in the lineup the other night, and right away the responses are, "Yeah, he'll be retired by his second at bat." You know what I mean? It's the kind of thing where it's like, do you just want the team to fail, or do you only follow the Mets account so you can just talk shit? It's just like it's a never end. Well. We're never going to solve the internet problems. Obviously, it is right. what it is. Trolls are out there. It's never going to change. Mm-hmm. But uh, the way that I think some fans uh, have outlooks on this team, it's like, yeah, the season sucks. 
this is not where we expect it to be this year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, David Wright is the face of the franchise. The, yeah. uh, he's probably not making the Hall of Fame, fame for in but Cooperstown. But he was on track too. He was, but he's not, probably. He's probably not. Um, unless uh, he's struck with the best luck ever and he gets back out there and plays every day, which is probably not going to happen. You but, look, at, look, at, look at these guys. Like, go look at his baseball reference page. If you're really bored and you're looking for something to do tomorrow at work on a Friday, a summer Friday or whatever, seriously, go look and see what this guy did. Look in 2007 when the whole team was collapsing down around him, that David Wright was wearing the cover off the ball, that he basically almost single-handedly carried that team across the finish line, along with a guy we talked to on the show, Paul Aduka. You know, those two guys were hitting. Everybody else was not. No one was pitching on that team. You know, if you look at what David Wright did in 2005, 6, 7, 8, and then, you know, obviously he had the injury in 2009, but even the way he came back in 2012 and 2013, this was a, a, not an all-star player, an elite player in the league. You know, he really was on track to be a Hall of Fame player before the spinal stenosis, and it's a shame because it's what has ended other guys' careers like Don Mattingly. Um, But it's one of those things that I want to see David Wright play baseball again. If he can do it, great. If he can't, then I think he's entitled to see if he can, and if he can't, I think well, David. Absolutely, he's always been right to. The, he's the, always done the organization right. There's no way in hell. I mean, you can you can shit on the on the the uh, the front office all you want, but there's no way in hell they're going to say to David Wright, "You're done." No, it's his decision, and they can't do that anyway. Right. But you know what I mean? Like they're not going to yeah. try to twist his arm and to be like, you know what? Maybe this is it. You know what no. I mean? Um, you know, something occurred to me. We've gotten a lot of David Wright as the manager questions. Yeah, and we've both dismissed that out of hand. Is it crazy? I don't know. I think that if it, if it, if it comes down to where his career is over, I think he needs some time. I don't think he's going to want to probably. Just, I don't think he. Well, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want time. Because well, because a lot of guys, where, like, if a lot of guys told, can't. A lot of guys manage, can't take the time. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Like maybe if he does take the time off, then it's like he's already out of the baseball mode, and that's it. Uh, or maybe I don't know. I've no. That's going to be his decision. But I really have no idea. You know, I was thinking we about, about it. it too. Like it's completely different. I was yeah. never a professional BMX rider, but I can't believe I took ten years off because mm-hmm. my wife is looking at me right now. She knows how obsessed I am with it now. So yeah. it's like I can't believe that there was a time in my life for a decade mm-hmm. that I didn't ride. Yeah. And now it's the kind of thing where if a few days in a row go by, I'm like, shit, I really want to get out there. Yeah. You know? So it's completely different. It wasn't my li- – I didn't make a living from riding a BMX bicycle. But, but I just for David Wright it. to not play for as long as he's been. Uh-huh. And he, he was interviewed after the game the other night. He legged out a – he reached on an error. But, uh-huh. um, you know, he's basically saying that he wants to be out there. And to play baseball again for the first time in however many days, uh, years – uh, it was nice to see him out there, and obviously, yes, he does look thin, but he, he's not going to be looking like D- David Wright of 2007. I'm just, I'm just looking at it from a from a standpoint of what makes, I mean, what qualifies Mike Matheny to manage right, 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 right. The, the Cardinals? Right. He's done a pretty good job, but what qualified Garth Snow to be general manager of the Islanders? And he's done, although my fellow Islanders fans would probably disagree with this, a very good job. You know, you look at experience sometimes is, is overrated. Not to mention the fact that, like, the biggest – I say this all the time. The biggest thing is to get your clubhouse to play for you. It's what Terry does well. The in-game managerial stuff, sometimes you learn that on the fly. Sometimes you just go by the book. There's a binder. You have a bench coach. You have all – the pitching coach. You have a hitting coach. You have all these guys that are giving you information. I don't know if it's so crazy. Uh, Maybe it is. Anyway, if you want to hang out with us and give us a call, 631-388-5195. We got somebody else on the line, don't we? 
We do. Uh, we got Steve from Long Beach. What's up, Steve? Hey, Darren. How you doing? I'm good. You want to say what's up to Brian, too? Thank you. I appreciate it. It's all right, Steve. I'm not that important. So what I want to ask you guys, is do you have an opinion why they don't get into practicing fundamentals more and just playing smart baseball? Because that really seems to be a bummer when they just play stupid ball and they can't bunt into the shift. It's beyond comprehension that they can't just get down the basic fundamentals again. I think there's certainly uh, an element of modern baseball that that doesn't focus on the fundamentals but i think there's also been a movement over the last i'd just say two or three years that is all about maximizing your return on effort so you see players hitting more fly balls because they figure look if i hit the ball in the air it's more likely to be a home run if it's if i'm gonna hit the ball on the ground it's probably gonna be an out at the major league level unless it's a, a you know a piss rod basically through right. the infield you're probably gonna be an out you have major league infielders out there unless you know it's the Mets so <laughs> you usually have guys that know how to play their position out there I've hit the ball on the ground why not maximize it and get some lift and try to hit the ball out of the ballpark and you've seen a huge jump in increase in home runs so look sometimes I think just as guys who grew up playing the game or maybe grew up coaching the game or just watching the game it feels like no one can bunt anymore. No one can just turn a double play anymore without flash or whatever. These guys are still very good at doing those things. Right. Um, but, but I feel like you even said, like we talk about a lot on the show, the home run ball has kind of taken over baseball. Certainly. I think, I think Burkhart wrote it on uh, Twitter. He said that the ball is definitely just uh, sewn t- a little bit tighter this year. I don't know what the, what the reasoning is, but, yeah, balls are flying out at a record pace. And everybody throws 100 miles an hour. But speaking of fundies, another guy that always comes up in the managerial, uh, in the managerial topic, Hernandez. Do you think he's ever going to leave the broadcast booth to put the uniform back on and sit on the bench? Why the heck would he? I don't think he would, but his name comes up pretty often. It's never going to happen. It is a totally different, first of all, as I just said, like hitters don't, aren't going to love you just to sit down and be like, in my day, I used to, you know, hit, hit that ball the other way. Like the reason why guys like Kevin Long and, 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 you know, six, as they call him, you know, Pat, Pat Rossler, you know, the reason why those guys are successful is you've heard Curtis Granderson say it on our show. They, they know the hitters strengths. They know their weaknesses. They know how to communicate to them, how to improve and, and how to attack and how to build a game plan. And while Keith is very good at making observations, like we were just sitting here and saying, Hey man, look at that guy. Like, look, he should let that ball get deeper on him. Right. It's a different story to have to do that over the course of seven months. As a special instructor, you know, he did a good job with Daniel Murphy at first base when Murph was trying to learn first base. Sure. But also, Keith is a guy who moans and groans if, if the game goes more than nine <laughs> innings. And and with all due respect to Keith, I, you know, sure, it's free, it's free baseball for us, but it's also free, free work for him, you know? <laughs> yeah. So he's doing that pro bono. He's got paid for the first nine innings. So, uh, look, it, that's never going to happen because uh, Keith's got a great lifestyle, and I, if I were Keith, I wouldn't give it up either. Yeah, him and uh, what's the dog? What, not the dog, the cat. What's the cat's name? Haji, right? Yeah, Haji. Yeah, yeah. there's a Twitter account for Haji. Yeah. I, I like that last, uh, the uh, S&Y, what is it, Coke, whatever it's called? Yeah, the, together, uh, the series, Surreal Amazing Life, life or or the, ama- the Amazing Life. That's what it is, The Amazing Life, yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Andrew Visano would beat me down because he, <laughs> he was... Uh, you should know this stuff, right? He was integral in, I think, the first season, that along with uh, with uh, Jeff and Jay over there. I saw Andrew S&Y. actually liked the new studio. He, he, he promoted it. Not promoted, Andrew's liked great, it or something. Man. He's with the Red Bulls now? Uh, he is, and I, I can just say that he is one of the best guys I've ever worked for. He was, he's, was my editor at SNY for a few years, and... 
fantastic, fantastic guy. Awesome. So this weekend, this weekend, I know you guys have been pretty eager to get out here to the warehouse. Yeah. We are opening the doors for our first ever warehouse sale this Saturday. Right here in Hop Hog, Long Island. Open house sale Saturday, August 26th. Doors open at 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. There will be a lot of discounts, free gifts for every purchase, a barbecue and drinks, soft drinks. We're not giving out beers here. So uh, if, you, if you, the, the cops are watching this, we're not giving out beers. And uh, one shopper's transaction will be $0. So mm-hmm. let me explain what that means. Yeah. I've talked about this quite a number of times on our live feeds. And I don't think I talked about it on the show yet, but uh, the address is 175 Commerce Drive. Don't come now, but 175 Commerce Drive, Suite L, will be the only place in the building that's open, so just look for the signs uh, on the side of the building. But anyway, the way that's going to work is when we open the doors at 11 o'clock, whoever's waiting outside at 11 o'clock is going to get a ticket. Uh, like a roll of tickets, like you would at a raffle or whatever. One ticket per shopper. And the way it works is that ticket's going to go into a sealed envelope. And the same system that we used for the lottery to pick out the, uh, the person the that threw out the first pitch, pitch yeah. that will pick the winning ticket number. We'll know it. We'll write it down. But the, it'll be sealed, so no one know. You know, there's no uh, funny business going on. Mm-hmm. The envelope will be sealed when that person comes up to shop. We'll we'll know what ticket they have when they hand it in. That transaction will be free. But we're going to run their card or get their cash first. So it's not the kind of thing where it's like, hey, you have the winning ticket, and then you go ransack yeah, go the warehouse. Out, yeah, yeah, so it's like whatever is in your hands, it will be free. So uh, after you already pay, then we're just going to give you a refund. So the way it works is we might get burned. Someone might come here and buy four T-shirts, ten hats, and whatever, or they might just get, like, a sticker. Yeah. So it's a, luck. It's, it's a gamble. Yeah. And Either spe- way, you're walk, walking away with free stuff. Speak, so. Speaking of gambling, yeah. uh, did you bring my money? Oh, please. He's getting knocked <laughs> up out. Where are you watching it? Uh, with my eyelids, the back of my eyelids, man. He's going to, dude, he's, they're going to, that fight's not going to go on until after midnight. And after I stayed up midnight. To, I, I stayed up to like 11.45 and I'm, I'm, I'm done today. I'm <laughs> like ravaged. I today. showed up to, you know, I, I went home, picked my wife up, came back to the studio and I couldn't find Brian. He's never been here before. And there's two entrances. He was asleep in his truck in the front of the building. I said, oh, where are you, man? He's like, oh shit, I'm in the front. Dude, I was so shot. If you want to rewind, actually, I owe you money for softball. How much yeah. is the, what do I owe you for softball? 55. Oh, so I'll owe you five. I'll owe you five bucks five, after five bucks, after yeah, Saturday night. Sure, so the sure. bet was McGregor Mayweather Saturday night. You guaranteed a knockout. Um, yes, Mayweather's going to win by knockout. Right, and if he even if he wins but On doesn't points, knock yeah. out yes. McGregor, I win fifty bucks. Yes, and I don't think he's going to knock him out. So I'll I'll give you five bucks next Thursday. All right, sounds good. <laughs> uh, if you want to hang out with us here on Orange and Blue Thing, episode 34, the number to hang out is 631-388-5195. We got another call on We the got line. someone on hold. Do you, yeah. uh, you want to think about that before you pick it up? Cause what? The, that's the question. It's already up there. I guess we'll put it. No, I know, what it, I know what mine is. Okay, hold on. All right, Frank from West Caldwell, New Jersey. Frank, what's going on, man? What's up, Frank? Frank from Jersey. What's up, man? Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing all right. Today we probably hit rock bottom on the 2017 season with Michael going down. Thinking, though, on a positive side, I wanted to hear from you guys what you thought was the highlight of the 2017 season so far. Okay. You want to go first? I know mine. Wait, do you want to tell us what yours is? Yeah, Frank, what's yours? I would say my highlight was also wrapped up with the seven line was Father's Day and the Jacob deGrom Homer. That was absolutely the highlight of 2017. That's a good one. I like uh, that. I would definitely have that on the list. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, can, you, can you 
say the uh, bringing up of a player would be a highlight, or is that not a highlight? That's sure, a, that's that's a, a highlight. moment. Nice. I, just, I just think having the two young guys on the team who um, are under team control for quite a number of years coming up here, uh, and we hope they're going to contribute. Um, individual highlights are great, but I think that seeing the guys come up, the future of the team come up, I think is a highlight for me. Sure. Um, th- that was awesome to be at, though. That that day game, Degrom pitched yeah, great. You guys and were hit there. I was home. I was home for that one because yeah, it's my first, my first day. Daddy's Day. Yeah. Um, so what's your highlight? My, it's it's very simple. Holy Thursday. Uh, it was the high water mark of the season. Seven and three. Travis Darno's sixteenth inning home run. I think that's as good as the season's gotten. Um, the Mets improved to seven and three after that big win. It set their bullpen back uh, two weeks, and and that's really what set them behind for uh, I believe a ten and fourteen April, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, after that, they lost the next three to the Marlins. A um, couple walk off losses in there, and it just it unraveled from there, uh, which which is tough to take because. If I remember, I, I actually I painted my kitchen on Good Friday, so I remember working in the kitchen, being so pumped up that they won that game, being like, "Oh man, seven and three, first seven out of ten. Like I think we were a game behind the Nationals, maybe tied with the Nationals at that point. It's going to be a great, fun summer. It's going to be amazing, and, and really, honestly, that has been the best it's gotten. I know I, I see some people in the comments talking about Wilmer's walk off. Um, I believe that was what that was on the the Thor bobblehead day the july 22nd game so i mean that's de- there definitely been moments but the season was gone by then i mean let's face it the the season was over by the time wilmer hit that home run season was over by the time rosario and smith came up um i'm really looking at it when we did i was talking about this right before we went on the air when we did the show with wayne randazzo i remember he was like this is a good team this is going to be a really good team they're gonna be a 95 96 win team and that got me pumped up because I actually didn't think they were going to be as good as that. I think I picked them to win 90 games. But, we got to pull that up. we got to show yeah, all about that. But I, but I still – I was tempered a little bit because I figured, yeah, they won 87 last year. They should be a couple wins better than that. I think they got a little lucky last year, but with health, that should balance out. When he said that, I was like, oh, yeah, man, it's going to be one of those summers. It's going to be one of those things. And then winning that game in a game where – a long extra inning game like that on the road, you always feel like you're just waiting to get walked off on, you know? Yeah. They win a game like that, and Robles went crazy that night. Yeah, yeah but he he worked on short rest, and he worked multiple innings that night. And it was like, wow, you know, maybe this is really a team that's going to be like one of that one of those 06 teams where it's just going to be fun. And, and it wasn't. And so that's my highlight of the season. It's, it's just unfortunate. All right, so we are still going to do voicemails every week. That's We have to figure out if that's going to be the same old number or the new number. We're not exactly sure. But yeah. uh, we did get a couple voicemails here. So let's check in with uh, – let's see. Let's have Jesse speak first. Sure. Hey, fellas, it's Jesse Burke, formerly of Queens, now of Nassau County, New York. The Rangers are giving away, giving away mini on-deck circles to uh, commemorate tongue-in-cheek Beltre's 3,000 pit, and then the subsequent, you know, movement of the on-deck circle and ejection. Uh, what's a cool uh, giveaway for an event that occurred this year uh, in Metzlore? Thanks, boys. Love, love, love the podcast. Later. Jesse's great. You know Jesse? Love Jesse. Jesse's awesome. Uh, so I, obviously I know what people are thinking out there. Maybe the Mets should give out rally dildos, but they probably can't <laughs> yeah, do that. Probably not. So uh, what else happened this year that you think the Mets could try to you know poke fun at and give away? A replica MRI machine? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't what know. does the MR, MRI machine even look like? Uh, isn't it one of those tubes? No, I think that's like for a CAT scan for your head. Yeah. It's, it's the same it's thing? It's a tube. It's a tube thing. 
right. I don't think it makes that sound, but it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Uh, they like maybe uh, what else happened this year? Maybe like, like maybe, maybe foam fingers you could point up at at balls in the air <laughs> yeah. that, that you think might not be home the runs. Robles foam fingers that definitely are. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's just been it's been a. The At least we can laugh about it. I mean, you know what it is? Yeah. I think we're past the point of actually, not, the, not of caring, not, we're not past the point of caring, but it's uh, Murphy's Law, anything that can go wrong will go wrong, and it's, yeah. like, it's been happening to us nonstop. Um, it's one of it's those not a funny years, thing, man. but obviously last night I saw on Twitter, and I can't remember what it was. I'll, I'll pull it up now on my, on my phone. Uh, some kid wrote, uh, which it's kind of like you'd probably see it on a sign, it, you know, one of those positive uh, memes or whatever. Uh, oh, I think I last saw, night I posted. Yeah, it, yeah, I saw that. You posted it, whatever. I was like, yeah. oh, I can get behind this. It was like but. a, it was like a common saying that that you said I can get down with that. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much saying like you know, tough times don't last, tough people do, tough something people like do. that. Which, which is, which that is was true. part. It was almost part of a. It was basically part of Razor Ramon's Hall of Fame speech for all my wrestling fans. Oh boy. Tough times don't last, but so, bad guys do. <laughs> all right, Jesse. Thanks for calling. Let's. Uh, this is a good one. What's up, guys? This is Dan in Chicago checking in again. Thanks for playing my question a few weeks ago. I was really listening all on a bachelor party in Colombia. So if your sweet towns hadn't made it to South America yet, well, there you go. Uh, my question this time is actually about the seven-line group and the goings-on. So the Mets are finally coming to Chicago in a few weeks in September, and I want to know the best way that you recommend to find others in the group, meet up, maybe storm our own little mini-march before the game, and, and – take Wrigley Field uh, with the orange and blue. So how would you recommend meeting up with other group members and having a little fun in Chicago? Thanks, guys. Let's go Mets. That's all you, El Jefe. You haven't been to Wrigley, right? I have. Oh, you have? It's incredible. I love Wrigley. Not for a Mets game, but I have. My mom took me. So the question was, uh, where can he possibly meet up with other Mets fans or plan on it? I mean, if he has Twitter, it's probably pretty easy to kind of meet up with people. But um, a lot of people don't for whatever reason, know about our forum. We promote it. We haven't really don't promote it that much on the show, but when people are selling tickets, we say just go to the forum. It's pretty easy to get rid of tickets. But if you go up here, top left, click events, scroll. If you're listening afterward, just go to the website, listen, listen along, pay attention. Uh, on events, you scroll down. It says T7LA Forum. It's a free forum. You sign up. There's a discussion board, general discussion, and then basically oh, I have to sign back in. But uh, pretty much anything that you want to discuss is is on here, and there's like almost 4,000 members. So yeah. if, you're, if you want to plan like, hey, let's meet up in Chicago, you can probably start it there. So join the forum. Um, there's usually, you know, right now there's a few, there's like five people on it right now. I mean, that's not a lot, but there's people on it constantly. Any time of day that you go on there, there's going to be going to be people on there so yeah. uh, that might not be a bad way but you know obviously the internet the internet's the best way to meet up with people i think um you know and not that you want to just put it out there you want to meet a bunch Mis- of strangers misconnection <laughs> yeah so but uh it should be pretty easy to to meet up with a bunch of fans especially in a, in a fun spot like wrigley you know there you go uh what do we got here hey guys uh so another rally question here for you uh where do you like to sing more the car or your shower uh, preferably, I like car because you can always roll down the window and just, you know, start singing Eddie Money to just random people. Uh, anyways, uh, as always, this is your Rally Man from 515 in the Big Apple. I don't really sing. Acoustic. So I'm going to push this. Shower, one. I'm going to push this one to you. Rally Man wants to know if we're going to sing in the shower or the car. I don't sing really. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. You don't sing. You don't. I'm not sing, too like, cool for singing, but I don't really. When do I sing? 
I whistle. I don't sing. I, I sing to, like, the yeah. baby, like, random stupid shit that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Like, brush your teeth. Like, ah, brush the teeth. <laughs> in in, in, in yeah. Transylvania, like, yeah. accent Count Chocula. Yeah, but that's not a song. Peter Pan. I, do I sing? I sing? When? Yeah. When do I sing? He sings. Not in the shower or the car. Oh, I was. Yo, when I was hanging this shit up yeah. yesterday, I was yeah. putting this up, and I was banging on the door, on the window, not the yeah. window, the wall here. There must be a guy's office behind her, and he's like... And oh, then yeah. he, ba- he, he knocked back. It was pretty cool. That's cool. Um, so what did you sing to him? I don't know. I was singing whatever. I realized I was on, on uh, the wrong shot there, but I have no idea. That's all right. You got my beautiful facial reaction. Where do you sing? I, I would say that I would prefer the shower. The, did you sing last night? Did, do people sing along at yeah. John Mayer? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Why do you feel like this? Is, why do I feel like this is like a cult thing? Like, I'm just asking. Like I'm the only. What? See, look at that. Look How at that. How about that? How about that? <laughs> God, man. It's the, dude, I'm not talking shit. I don't know. I'm man, really not man. talking shit. Uh, we will get to some more voicemails, but listen, if you want some free stuff uh, and you're watching this live, share this on your wall. I'm not trying to bombard you with... Uh, with, uh, with I'm not trying to talk shit. It's okay. I feel like you think I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying a word. If you want to uh, win some free stuff, share this on your wall right now, and uh, we'll pick someone out at random. Before the end of the program. Okay. All right. So we got Joe from Aberdeen, New Jersey. What's up, Joe? Did Joe hang up? Joe. Joe, what up, Joe? What? Oh, hi, guys. How are you? There hey. we go. What's up, Joe? Joe from Jersey. What's up, Joe? It's about uh, next year. Uh, we're playing the American League East. That means the Red Sox. And because the last time we played them, they were at City Field, I have a feeling this time we're going to be at Fenway. We plan on a road trip? Well, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, that, there, therein lies the rub, right? Because of the capacity issues. At right, right, right. But, uh, Joe, I don't know if you watched a couple episodes ago. We talked about this. I have, actually already have a rep up with the Red Sox, and he was saying to us, um, we normally like to plan our outings on weekends. Mm-hmm. For In this instance, we would rather it be a weekday because a lot, a lot of their ticket packages include weekend games. So if it ends up being a weekend, we're not going to be able to get many tickets to it. I mean, we're still going to go, but it's not going to be as much of like our normal invasion style outing. If it's a weekday, we hope to do it. And um, I, pre- I personally want to stay up there for a couple of days. I have some family up in Boston, but we'll definitely run buses up from City Field like we normally do, and it should be a good time. It's I think only this, like a five-hour drive. No, it's not bad at all. Yeah. I mean, we do DC, you know, and it's pretty much probably the same. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Uh, the schedule should be out, in, you know, in a couple of weeks from now. Weeks, we should yeah. know where we're going pretty soon. Yep. Um, and we were working. No, no idea. I mean, we're working on a committee also for the Seven Line uh, Army. If you, if we didn't talk about this, we did have a meeting at Mulcahy's a couple of weeks ago. We talked about some of the uh, things we want to plan for, you know, the upcoming years with the Seven Line Army, and one of them is uh, form a committee where people can sit down together and make decisions on about the group rather than just Lizzie and myself and uh, throwing darts at a wall and trying to figure stuff out. So, if we can get up to Boston, I would love to. Yeah. I'll definitely keep you guys in the loop. But before we let you go, uh, since you're from Jersey. The kid Adam that works for us, he's not from Jersey, but he's obsessed with Bruce Springsteen. Does everyone in New Jersey love Bruce Springsteen? Are you a fan or what? Well, I got to tell you something. I could take him or leave him. I'm I'm a Jersey transplant. I'm Brooklyn born and bred. Ah, see, that's more of a Billy Joel guy. Yeah, there we go. We almost had to put a. My wife grew up in Toronto, and she's a Springsteen fanatic. So I don't think Springsteen is a geographical thing. You know, so I think it's just uh, you, you either like them or you don't like them, you know? Awesome. Yeah, you know, I almost had to put a Springsteen ban on the warehouse. It's on all day. Yeah. I can't take it. He, he's, a, he's, a big, he's a big Springsteen. Uh, getting back, I saw bits and pieces of meeting online 
um, the committee, if you guys like need a Jersey presence or a Jersey representative, let me know, man, because I'm a member of you guys. I love you guys. Went to the Yankee game with you guys last year. Saw you guys in uh, in uh, Baltimore a couple years back. So, yeah, I mean, I'll be more than willing to step up and start to rally people in Jersey. Just, you know, whatever. Cool, hey, man. You know, we, we appreciate that. Thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it. See you guys uh, throughout the season, and uh, especially next year in Boston. All right, All right. man. Let it. Thanks for the call. Uh, if you do want to get in, we probably have time for a couple more calls. 631-388-5195 is the number to call. Say hey to Lizzie and tell her how lovely she is. <laughs> I'm going to have another beer while we wait. People um, have been very nice. Should we skip over the free stuff, do a little Facebook Q&A? Yeah, sure. What the heck? All right. Are you monitoring the comments over there? I, I will start to monitor the, right, ahead, the comments. I'm going to pour myself a little brewski here. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> we have something going on. Um, if you have anything that and you're a little phone shy and don't want to talk on the phone, well, feel free to uh, drop <laughs> I almost in. almost spilled my beer out just now. <laughs> drop into the TMs. What? <laughs> Phone shy. I almost spit my beer phone out. Phone shy. You're a little phone shy. You are you hot? Am I hot? I know hot? you're showing off the guns tonight, but I'm, I, I, was gonna say. I wanted to dress up a little bit because it's uh, this is dress up for me. Yeah. You know, first show in the new studio. I got the collar shirt on. I have so much thigh showing that I feel good. I'm dying. I got a nice stiff breeze going on here. So it's good. It's good. Um, who's going to win Big Brother, Marissa wants to Oh, know. shit. I didn't watch last night or... Um, wait, is it on tonight? Yeah, I didn't yeah. watch last night or tonight, obviously, because uh, it didn't happen I'm yet. But two or three episodes behind. I, I think that uh, who's who's the odds on favorite now? I guess I don't know who they're. Who? Paul. Paul? Yeah. yeah, they gotta get rid of Paul. Yeah. I think they all they all they all uh, they all sweat him a little bit too much. They sweat Paul so too much. Talk about this wrestling thing, because I know a lot of people in the comments. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, wait, before you do. Yeah. Okay. Did you see my other poll I put up? Uh, I did. Not the Mets game one. I did. I retweeted it. This for was you. not That's a lovely. dig at you either. I didn't think it was a dig at me. <laughs> I thought it was a dig just, at wrestling I'm, fans in general. I'm generally no, it's really not a dig at them either. It's I'm genuinely, you genuinely saw, curious yeah. because I don't watch, I'm, I don't habitually watch any television at all. I don't watch sitcoms. I don't watch sports besides baseball and Supercross, pretty much. And I don't really get the appeal. But I don't know if it's, is it just me or not? So the question was, just want to see if I'm in the minority here. Do you guys watch wrestling? And it was 77% no, 23% yes. It doesn't mean that I'm shitting on those people. I was just really curious yeah. because it's... I'm sure those people appreciate that. No, nah, I mean, you don't care. Like, you, you had a good time. I, I don't care. And it, I wasn't trying to talk shit on you or Becca or anybody. A lot, of people, a lot of people were out in full force at Barclays Center this weekend because WWE hosted SummerSlam weekend there. So Saturday night was NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Uh, Sunday You've been talking about that for a slam. while, I so have I know been. you were very excited have, about it's, it. It's honestly one of the highlights of my summer, and we had a great group that went. A bunch of people from the group went. We were hanging out at McMahon's before, um, which is an uh, Irish bar right across the street from Barclays Center on 5th, uh, and that was incredible. We had such a good time. They had wrestling music so on. So it was Barclays. It's Barclays <laughs> Center, even though all weekend WWE pronounced it wrong. There's no the either, just FYI. I've never been there yet. I don't make this stuff up. It's, it's a, it's How a is nice it for arena. wrestling? Because I know it sucks fantastic. for hockey, right? Fantastic for wrestling, fantastic for basketball. It is poppy flop for, res, uh, for hockey. Oh, speaking of poppy, we didn't play poppies. Oh, uh, yeah. You want to get poppy up here? I've got to see if I can find it because it's, it's buried behind something now. Um, any, any Facebookers want to chat? Or are they yeah, Jose, they were chanting my name, by the way, which was just lovely. Who was? Uh, our whole hooligans that we went with, Bradley <laughs> yeah. and Becca and Salazar and Jose and Richie. and Well, Richie wasn't with the, with the group. He was down on the floor. 
But, you know, I'm sitting there and you know, Brian, Ernie, which which, by the way, caught on in, in the section. And it was it was just, it was just great. So do you want to go to him? Yeah, this is awesome. Live. So we so, have a we have a live poppy. Yeah. Live, Speaking of poppy. You know about the Bergens? Poppy. What? The Bert. You ever you never seen Trolls yet? No. Oh, you will soon. I will. Uh, soon enough. Yeah. He can't watch TV yet. So. Well, uh, my daughter's poppy is here. But uh, he's all excited because she keeps saying Poppy, Poppy, Poppy. But yeah. Poppy is a little girl, pink girl in Troll, the Trolls movie. Yeah. So he's he shows up. He's like, oh, she's been saying, <laughs> saying my name. Well, not really. Uh, Double meaning here. But uh, for the first time ever in the history of the Internet, we have a live call from actually the second, the second time. Second time. Yeah. So way to oversell that yeah, one. Yeah, whatever. But either way. All right, grandfather. What's up? Is he... Poppy. Poppy. Pop. Are you? Are you? You're not on <laughs> He's hold. He's listening. You're you're listening to the thing. <laughs> Talking to the. Yeah, I know. Mute your thing. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta. It's just like being on a van. Turn turn down your radio, okay? Turn down your radio. All right? You gotta turn the radio off. Turn, turn the radio off. Huh? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, Pop, go ahead. All right. Can you hear me? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ almighty. Me? I don't have a radio on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can hear me now, right? Okay. The set looks beautiful. You guys do a great job. And I love listening to you and watching you. But there's only one thing. What a bunch of wolfed ideas you got. <laughs> I have a question. What do you think about the umpires getting in better shape? Actually losing their bellies, putting on their glasses, and fixing their disposition. All they do is show out players and make wrong calls. Now today... A guy was called out on first base by an umpire, and he was safe by two feet. And we had to listen to them get on the re- on their earphones and wait to make a call that was obvious to everybody in the place. So here's my thing. Make these umpires get in shape, lose those bellies, get them in so they can move around, put their glasses on, and change their damn ass. Dispositions that only one thing they want to do is throw out players and show how tough and big they are. <laughs> Who are you That's with? That's my question. What? I'll tell you right now, I love you all. Well, we appreciate that. Who the hell are you with? Where are you? It sounds like you're in a bar. <laughs> He's still listening to himself. Please <laughs> cut this. All right, Poppy. All right, thanks, Pop. Thanks for the call. Yeah, sure. Umpires, I guess, I guess you'd go on a are – we, are we body shaming umpires by I this? Guess, I guess. But what about the uh, the whole white armband? You think bad timing, right? Yeah, whatever. I don't like – because they, they get yelled at? I, I don't really understand what the, what the point is. Joe West, yeah, and all those guys. Yeah, Cowboy Joe West should, you know, maybe be a better umpire than – I don't know what to – I don't really know what to <laughs> – all right, before we move on, uh, well, we are moving on, uh, but uh, let's talk a little bit about the charity softball game. You, you could have actually bought tickets for 10 bucks and gone to the game tonight in uh, Brooklyn for free, but a little bit about it. Previous shows, we didn't have a, um, a charity selected yet. Yes. So now we decided we do. the uh, money will go to Tuesday's Children, which the Seven Line has worked with on numerous occasions. 
most recently the Stars and Stripes hat. We did the snapback and the fitted, and uh, we did a 9-11 shirt with Piazza in uh, 2011. But uh, a little bit about Tuesday's Children. Tuesday's Children was formed in the aftermath of Tuesday, September 11, 2001, and there's a response and recovery organization that supports youth, families, and communities impacted by terrorism and traumatic loss. Tuesday's Children works on the front lines of unimaginable tragedies, providing personalized support and a safe landing landing place to traumatize grief-stricken children, families and communities left reeling from terrorism and traumatic loss. So to get into the game, it's only 10 bucks. It's on uh, Saturday, the 30th of September, which is going to be here before you know it. 16 teams signed up to play. Uh, 16 teams of Mets fans who aren't already organized in uh, in leagues. Mm-hmm. 16 random fans that wanted to play uh, 16 teams of fans that wanted to play together. And the way it's going to work is a single elimination tournament. Tournament. It's going to take pretty much all day. Yeah. But the final game should go on maybe around like 4 p.m. So if you want to come out to uh, the ballpark, it's only 10 bucks to get in. And all the proceeds from the day after paying for the rental of the ballpark, the umpires, the trophies, and all that stuff, will go to Tuesday's Children. Um, it's only 10 bucks to get in. So go to thesevenline.com, click on the blog, and when you click on the purchase tickets here, mm-hmm link it'll bring you right to the cyclones website and pick up tickets it's gonna be a great day out of the it's ballpark. gonna be fun it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm excited for it my back's feeling a little bit better these days there you go so uh, i'm looking to put in a strong performance sweet, sweet. and you're the coach so uh yeah. it's your decision on where you want to play me or not i'm the captain now yeah <laughs> you're, you're the poppy i'm the poppy now uh yeah it's gonna be fun man it's gonna be a we do lot need of practice not practice but we I, should. I was just saying that we need to get a practice together we should at we least do. you know maybe we can go back to the old warehouse get some swings uh, in the batting cage, if you want to do that. Or around here. Isn't there a batting cage close to here somewhere? Matt Giuliano's, yeah. That's, Let's that's do that. where I used to train. Is that on the service road? It is. All right, yeah. Maybe we should try to it's do that. Maybe one day minutes, before this, because we were drinking the show. I shouldn't be, like, you know, hitting. It's two minutes away, man. Hitting afterwards. Uh, I, I talked to Smith, you know, and, and he's telling he's with the general. For a great low rate, you can get on our line. And, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, it comes up, man, bro, 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 bro. Everyone's so mad at us. Like, we yeah, picked the for, freaking First teams. of all, yeah, I didn't pick the team. So the, so let's so let's start. There. I'm just glad I'm not the captain because I don't or, or the manager or whatever because I didn't want to have anything to do with picking doing this at all except for helping raise money for a fun you know for a good charity and having I'm a happy fun to, time. I'm, I'm used to it. I'm happy to everyone, do it. Everyone, everyone. Th- that's the same thing that we're going to do the the ticket thing on Saturday. Everyone thinks that everything is rigged in this world. Yeah. Well, so, it's not. There wasn't rigged. But anyway, that's my my point. So Smith comes up to me. He's like, bro, I, you know. Kevin Smith? You going? Yeah, you going down in softball, bro? And I'm like, all right, you know why? Was it, that's, that, bro? There's no way I'm not hitting a home run. I'm like, home run. There's got to be a way you're not hitting a home run. Like, there's, there's probably a way you're not hitting a home run. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I, I could I could think of a couple of ways, but they they have a big ringer. Do we want Do we want to talk about that? That the, sure. gen, the generals have a big ring, okay. yeah. Mr. Nelson Figueroa. Yeah, you think he's really going to play? To which I said, "What's he going to do? Underhand the ball really hard?" Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure he's a great player. Come on, man, well. he's a pitcher. Pitchers aren't athletes. Uh, our kidding, teammate Terrence way, Jenkins says that. he plays center field. FYI, well, so that's that. Where do you do, play? Uh, anywhere in softball? Anywhere? Oh matter. shit! Yeah, it's <laughs> softball. <laughs> play shortstop. You kind of you kind of actually guaranteed a home run too. I'm not. I, I'm more of a line drive hitter, but I know one guy on our team that will go yard. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, because he's a he's a beast. But um, yeah, no, I, dude. Terrence comes up to me. Oh, I love this. Who said that? No, Bauer. What? Did he wrote, say? Kevin doesn't run. We all know this. Do you remember that story? Yes. Yeah, because he he he. he during out spring of the, uh, training, of the spring training was it spring training? Yeah, it was spring training. Spring training. With Zappa. Oh no, no, no! It was a DC road trip, wasn't it? A rest the, on stop? The, that's when they finally tried to do it. They tried. Zappa, who used to run track, 
and plays soccer and yeah, plays kickball. You know, I don't know if he does that stuff anymore, yeah. but Kevin Smith says, I can beat you in a running race. So it's been a constant shit talk for like a month and a half after spring training. Yeah. Finally, we're on our way back from D.C. Mets just won. Everyone's in a good mood. I bring up, guys, why don't you have this running race? race. Yeah. Look at Bauer. Look at Bauer throwing shade. Why don't you guys have this running race? So Kevin walks over to the line. With a cigarette, like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. And we do, let's, you know, Marcus set go, and he just walks away. Yeah. It was, like, so weird. He's he's a heel. He's working heel. <laughs> uh, Is that a jabroni? He's a jabroni. All right. No, Kevin, we love Kevin. and and, and But I, I'm pretty sure there's a way you're not going to hit home run. What Kevin. do you think of the new set? I love the new set, man. You did a great job on this. Uh, it's I, I saw people going like, "Great job, guys!" I had zero to do with. This. I showed up today, <laughs> yeah. so this is all you, man. This it looks amazing. You should bring some little trinkets if you're not happy with what we got. You should I'm happy with what you got. You got everything. But here. I mean, like on your side, on your fifty percent of the room, maybe you. I wanna... could pay off my mortgage with this Syndergaard <laughs> bobblehead. I could just make off. You know what? The, people told me that that Star Wars uh, Master Met's like the most it's sought the after most one out of all these. Rare one, yeah. yeah I didn't know yeah. that. So between these two, I could, you know, I could pay off my car and this is great <laughs> uh yeah man it, it looks great in here and uh we're, we're you know we're just happy to be here it's funny i was actually nervous at the beginning of the show today so especially, was i because you know what we're 34 episodes in but it almost feels like our first yeah and especially honestly with having with having a little audience here yeah, was, yeah, yeah i think we should one day i think we should maybe do it so if anybody was ever into coming maybe we could work it out where like we Someone comes little, and hangs out. Yeah. We had a little audience. Like, clear uh, some shit out watch what happens live, you know, <laughs> 10 people kind of thing going on. It'd <laughs> yeah. be fun. It'd be, uh, fun It'd be like when they go to a bar, whatever, at bar B or whatever down at the shore. Oh, yeah, bar A. Bar A, bar A. They do like the Labor Day show with Francesa yeah. and all that. Yeah, I'm down for that. I mean, you know what it is? Actually, I realized from moving the stuff here, and then we actually set up and did a test last Friday pretty quickly. That we were able to do it pretty, you know, pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, it's not that easy, but no. I might be able to bring this stuff mobile. We can pretty much do a show anywhere that has, like, strong internet. I think so. So that might be cool. But uh, we still have to do The Bachelorette. And now that we know that this thing works. Yeah. And people aren't coming to your house. No, yeah. We'll move. Yeah. Instead of us having, like, three angles for the show, we'll move one of these cameras to the next room. And that's how we'll run it. Because these, I bought extensions for you these. You basically have the, the bachelors in here. No, that's like the green room next door. Oh, okay. But we can do it where, like, the bachelorette's sitting with us. She yes. can't see them. She can't see Because I won't show her the screen. But we'll hear them. We'll hear them. And, yeah, I'll put a mic they can out call, there. They can call or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call. Now we can totally figure it out. Now, now we can totally, I'll drill a hole right through the wall here. I feel like, you know what? I feel like, what, We next need a bachelorette. Weekend, next weekend is going into Labor Day weekend. It's a, it's a. There is no. You guys are coming up on Houston, so you're going to be busy. I'm leaving at six. What time are we leaving on Friday morning, Kel? What time are we flying out Friday morning? But we have to. Oh my god, six fifty-eight. So I got to be like four thirty. But you know. But you know what? We have we have to be able to get them their date at and the perfect opportunity would be the shoe day where you guys want to move. Back. Yeah, I'll put them in my seats. So no making out in the front row though. So there you go. So we should <laughs> we should have the Bachelorette next week. Oh man, that's a lot to pull off in a week. Do you think oh, we could pull it off? I think we could absolutely pull it off. We if, need a Bachelorette. All right. Well, if you want to be the Bachelorette on <laughs> the Orange and Blue thing, Seven Line Bachelorette, right now, email. Who do you I guess want? next week. You guys aren't paying attention. You want to email? Uh, the, you want to give the Orange and Blue thing account? What's Whatever. Orange and Blue. Orange it's, and Blue. We're very easy to get in touch with. Orange and blue thing at gmail.com, right? Is the, I think is the so. Account. I don't check it. but All right. Well, Darren's going <laughs> to check it. If you want to be the Bachelorette, send an email. Uh, I see you, Kevin Smith, talking back. If you want to be one of the Bachelors, send an email. We'll pick some people by random, and we'll do it. 
We'll do it the week after because Lizzie's <laughs> yelling at me. Next week's crazy, man. What is, let, 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 me, let me ask you a question in all seriousness. In all seriousness. It's, it's it, going to be a lot of planning. This gonna, takes a day to do all this shit. She I knows. Know. I was, no, I know that. All right, so the week after next. <laughs> if you want to be on it, then email us, and we'll get you on the week after yeah, next. send a headshot. I like it when we do this by ourselves better, by the way. <laughs> Can I just say, where we send just, like, a, make this up no, but as listen, we go yeah, Send us a photo of yourself, where you're from, how old you are. And, you know, we're, Yes, you have to tell us how old you are. Or an age range. Be like, I'm tw- between 20 and 24. I know girls don't like to say their age. Uh, yeah, no photoshopping. And then uh, we'll pick three guys. Actually, we're going to pick more than three guys. All right. That's the only way to do it because you don't want the girl to get tipped off from the guys, dude. And then she picks him on purpose. So yeah. we're gonna have like six guys you out there. You have to understand this, and this is—I truly mean this in the in the strictest sense of the thing. I show up here, and then whatever we do, I'm down with. <laughs> All right, I'll figure it out. So no, we'll we'll talk about it, but but whatever, however you want to structure it. If you so, if you want to be a guy or a girl, email the show's email account orangeblueting at gmail dot com. I don't really, I don't check that. Well, Darren's going to – I'll check it. He'll give me the password. I'll check it, and right. we'll get some candidates going. Yeah, I barely check it. Because we got to actually We might be getting some offers for, like, big-paying sponsors on our email, and I don't even check it. See, that's it. Damn, I should start doing that. You need, I would appreciate that. <laughs> My wallet would appreciate that, too. Yeah. yeah, no Instagram filters, no nothing. You know, like, don't give me this But we should nonsense. actually – they should include their Instagram handle. Everyone has Instagram. Yeah, because – and make sure so, the thing is public. So okay, go, so here you go. Go check it out. Here are the rules. You ready? Here are the rules. If you want to be the bachelor or the bachelorette for the seven line, uh, first ever, whatever, you'll win tickets to either the 23rd or the 27th. You guys tell us which works better for you. That's yes. the Wednesday yeah, so send, final game of send, the year. Send the date you're available or just say both. No, let them figure it out. Whoever wins, let them figure it All out. All right, afterwards. fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'll save two tickets for each. Why do I talk on this thing? Listen, listen. I don't we're even working know it out I... right now. This is great. Talking, drinking beers, figuring shit out. I, it... All right, listen. Okay. All right, bro. Let's One go. girl Let's will go. be selected. Include your name, where you're from, your Instagram name, all that good stuff. Tell us a little bit about yourself, why you want to be, why, why you want to do this, and then the guys do the same. We'll pick like six guys, so the girl doesn't get tipped off on who to select. Do, should we get like a little voice changer, <laughs> so that she's, she doesn't know the voice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, okay. All right, so, so they gonna... all sound like a freaking horror movie, like <laughs> yeah. Saw. We'll figure all that out, but it should be it should be pretty fun. All right, and then they'll win tickets to go to one of those games. That's yeah. pretty much it. So that's it. So what what age range are we looking for here? Whatever, we don't care. We don't. We're we're non discriminating. Well, we should actually. We should probably keep it like we are discriminating. Yeah, we 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 have to because it's yeah. uh, somewhere between uh, twenty one should be able to drink. Right. That would be a good thing. So somewhere between the ages of twenty one and. 35. But That's you don't want, like, say. the girl to be, like, 22 and then get stuck with a guy. Like, well, I'm, I'm going to be 37 soon. Maybe, but someone maybe might think that I'm old. Are, maybe girls are looking for no, that. No, they do like that, actually. They, they like that. I saw Tommy Lee uh, yeah. is dating this girl who's, like, 22, and he's, like, 50-something. Yeah? I guess that's, like, normal. The guy from Rolling Stones just had a kid. Normal. No, oh. well, it's normal for guys that, you know. For uh, rock stars? Yeah, rock stars. We're yeah. not rock stars, but. Uh, no. No, not so much. One more caller. One more caller. Mine's always right. trying to get out of here. No, but, I, I, right, I, I have a shorter ride home now. so That is true. All right, so we're, we're going to take one more caller tonight. I'm going to ramble a little bit about the Houston pregame next week uh, in the meantime. But 631-388-5195 if you want to close the show out and be the last caller of the evening. Don't All answer right. my opinion because it doesn't matter around here. <laughs> 
Let's talk about Houston a little bit because next fr- next Thursday night shows, the night before we leave, yes. I was just told by my beautiful wife over here that we're leaving at 6-something in the morning from Islip, which is great because it's right around the block, but mm-hmm. not great because we have a show Thursday night. I probably won't pack till I get home, and then I'll have to get up at like 4-ish to get out the door. So the reason why it's not great, though, is basically solely on you. It's my fault, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I probably should pack now. I was going to say, so you, this is what I got to bring. We're not bringing the baby to this one. By the way, you live like two exits away from Islet. You maybe live 10 minutes away from, from MacArthur. Yeah, I don't really know how we're getting there. Well, we have a lot to figure out. Is your dad going to bring us? He's got to get up that early? See, look at that. Shout out to the moose. Yeah. See. All right, so let's talk about Houston pregame really quick. Uh, Lucky's was nice enough to say yes when I emailed saying, can we bring 1,000 Mets fans to your bar? That's the beautiful shirt there. <laughs> can we spend a lot of money in your bar? Thanks. Well, you know what? No one's ever said no. Uh, like, hey, can I bring a thousand people to your bar? Yeah. Um, all we ask for is some drink tickets for the for the staff, which is basically Lizzie, myself, Drew, my wife, and whoever else ends up uh, pretending to work for us that day. But um, if you're watching this, um, Lucky's, we have like ten staff members showing up. Uh, anyway, pregame party at Lucky's Pub. The address is eight oh one Saint Emmanuel Street in Houston, Texas. Seven seven zero zero three is the zip. I doubt you even need that, but it's about uh, two blocks away from the ballpark. The game is at 6 o'clock, so we're going to start getting around 1, 2 p.m., and uh, the specials for the day are $3 Bud Light Pints, $2 Ziegenbach Pints, pints, which I don't even know what that is. Ziegenbach? Ziegenbach. Is that a German beer? I don't know, something. Deutschland? $20 Buckets of 16-ounce Bud or Karbosch. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. And uh, $22 Buckets of Coronas. So we're going to hang out there until around, I don't know, like 5-something-ish, get into the seats before the National Anthem, and make a whole lot of noise for the Mets because uh, that's what we do. What did I start off saying here? Uh, uh, Buckies. It is our 16th different ballpark we're hitting and 78th MLB outing. So, uh, so far we're 42 and 35 all time and we're 8 and 7 this season. So, we still have a winning record. We'll see if we can keep that going for the rest of the year because obviously the Mets do not. If you haven't yet, share this. We're going to pick somebody to win from some free stuff. Do you want to do that right now, really quickly? Um, While we're waiting for one last call. Hey, Kathy McGee Musso is watching. That means the baby's asleep. Hey. Very nice. <laughs> I like very much. There we go. You guys will have some fun at least. What do you mean? Uh, I'm sure my son's not asleep. I oh, we're turning it up tonight. Yeah, you're turning it up tonight? We're turning it up 10 notches. Who? You and your wife? Yeah. Okay, well, that's okay. Do you, uh, do you want to tell me when to stop here? Don't look. Hold on, I'm I'm getting it so it scrolls. Very nice. Give it a give it a little give it a little time to breathe, a little time to ruminate, a little time to. Uh... I like very much. All right, stop. All right. <laughs> hey, Tessa. No way. Yeah. Is that allowed? Well, the other person in the shot is my grandmother. So. All right. Well, what's the cur- what's the cursor on? Tessa. All right. Tessa wins. It's not my fault. Didn't he win already this year? I don't know if he won already. I think he did. And then he was like, that shirt doesn't isn't my size. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Well, Let this, this is, guy defend himself. I was going to say, this is a great way to end the show. All which right. Is, Hold on a second. Let me cue this up. All right. M- Mr. Kevin Smith, let's hear you defend yourself and mute the, mute the thing in the background. Kevin, is this your first time? Yeah, seriously. Kevin, turn down the, the computer turn, in the background. Turn down the computer volume and then, and then give us your... Biggest defense of, of your uh, racing ability. All right, so Kevin from Lindenhurst wants to defend himself here. Go ahead, Kev. First off, we were on a bus for like five hours, all right? So that's why the race didn't happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So what, what does that have to do with anything? Zappa lined up to the line. Yeah, Zappa's Zappa Zappa ready, man. Zappa's ready to do it. Plus, what I said was, 
when I said it to him, I was faster than I was that day. That's what happened. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay that makes sense. All right, keep going. Yeah. So what else? What else? My home run trot. Yeah. Doesn't need to be fast. I can take my time. Uh, if you hit a home run, what what do you want to put on this? I'm. I'll wager something on this. Do you want to? Well, we're not going to have anyone out there measuring distances. Obviously, home run, the the city field home run account won't be there. Uh, do you want to? Is it you versus him who hits a farther ball, or is it just if Kevin hits a home run or doesn't hit a home run? Uh, whatever, What's the wager? Whatever you want. All right, Kevin, what do you want to bet? I, I mean, I like my odds on the first one. That you that you're going to hit the ball further than I am. Further than further than you? Than me, Brian Ernie. You can hit the ball. I can't really hear you. You gotta speak up. Are you are you gonna hit the ball further than I am at this thing? Probably. Okay. Well, I will definitely. <laughs> what do you want to wager on that? How much, Kev? Uh, I don't know. What's fair for you? I, I'm I. Whatever you want. We'll talk about it off the air. But you got to bet. If you whatever you want to wager on that, I will gladly win. <laughs> I mean, like, are we playing like the? This isn't about the betting sports here. Like, are we playing the whole field, or are they splitting it up? Because they're, they're splitting it up early. They're splitting up early, and then see that right? might be there might be a little confusion now. Who's going to hit the farther ball? Little forgays. Well, if we both make the so finals, if, I was, I was really he's on the generals team. Yeah. All right. How about this? the The only way that this bet actually happens is if, if we both square times, off. Both teams make the finals, and then we'll do it. How about that? That's right. that's the only way it's going to be valid. Oh, I mean, my team's definitely making the finals, so it's on you. Oh, okay. All right. So if, if your team makes the finals and Brian's team makes the finals, then we'll, then the bet's on. I, I want you guys to say 100 bucks. Is that okay? Sure. All right. All right. $100 bet. I'll shake the hand for you, Kev. All right, Kev. Thanks a lot, dude. We'll uh, see you soon. All right. What do you think right. about that? It's fine. If I win it, I'll go to Tuesday's children. So. All right. Yeah, how about that? That's, that's very nice of you. There you go. All right, guys. So, uh... Thanks for checking in on episode 34 of an Orange and Blue thing. If you're listening afterwards on SoundCloud and iTunes, we appreciate your downloads. Try to uh, rate and subscribe and check back. Maybe watch the live show on Thursday nights. We, we have a fun time doing it, and there's always some free stuff to be given out. And uh, we obviously know where Tesla lives, so I can just mail him some stuff tomorrow. So uh, watch us next week, episode 35. It'll be our pregame show before we head out to Houston next week. And with 1,000 Mets fans from 29 different states, uh, it should be a fun time. Do you have anything you want to say? No, man, let's get out of here. Hold on, let me just change a little. Nothing? You don't want to say anything? Well, what's the difference? You're going to come in and say <laughs> whatever you want to say afterwards anyway. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks a lot. We appreciate everything that you do for the seven line and you do for us. We, we couldn't do it without you, and uh, we're having a fun time with this. So thank you guys for that. We'll see you at City Field uh, two more times this season. We're trying to plan some big blowout at McFadden's for the last game of the year. Um, and we'll, we'll try to close out on a high note as far as we're concerned. Obviously, the team isn't going to go on a very much high note the last day of the year. I think they're going to be happy to be uh, headed home. I have to show you this. I have to show you something after we go out there. Remind me to show you something when we go out there. Okay. All right. We'll, <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you later, guys. Later. Yay. Too sweet. <laughs>